1: Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at twenty two the Rangers podcast. In a week of old firm heartbreak, we mend that heartbreak by ironically breaking hearts at Ibrooks. I am your host, Scott Carney, and I'm joined by two pod debutants tonight. First of all, Ali Pearson, how are you?
2: Not bad. Back I <laughs> it was a week ago I did a pod actually now, thinking back or it. Missed the old old firm one, unfortunately. Um I'm good to be back though. That's feels weird back. Back. yeah, yeah
1: it. and and definitely more more <laughs> debutant than you i don't know if that's the right word debut more debutant i don't know how you say that scott gemmo welcome back mate
0: ah uh, it's been a minute hasn't it i think the last one i was on was the aberdeen preve, the aberdeen post match about two weeks ago but i couldn't yeah. tell you the last time all four years were on so uh, it's it's going to be a strange one this evening
1: as I was saying to you before I started recording, I'm a bit nervous about having the the four of us on, <clears throat> and the man who's not missed a beat has not missed a trick. Who's held this podcast together in the other two's absence is Ryan Haymarsh. Ryan, how are you, mate?
3: Hi, all good. I'm just just coming back to me who these two boys are. Um, I thought my special <laughs> guests. Um, it's good to see them. Just if M if M D hears a cat meowing in the background, it's because after recent revelations about Kurt Zuma. I've decided not to lock my cat away tonight, so I'm on <laughs> the cats.
1: God, yeah. That, by the way, before you get that is shocking. Have you seen
3: that video? Uh, that un- is yeah,
1: unbelievable. Horrific,
2: horrific.
3: Honestly, unbelievable.
1: He deserves absolutely everything that's going to come his way. Yeah, that is absolutely shambolic. It really is terrible, terrible. I'm not a cat person, but you can't be doing that to any form of pet. That's that's disgusting. Anyway, I just think
3: there's always something. There's something weird about folk that are cruelty animals. I think there's something dodgy about folk. I always remember folk when I was younger. They were cruelty animals, and they were they're always shifty characters. You know what I mean? There's always something wrong with them. I think.
1: Yeah, it's just not, it's not, it's just, everything about it is wrong, it really is, I'm a. I'm a dog person, but even at that, like, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be putting a cat about, it's, uh, I'm laughing, it's not a laughing matter, uh, I'm trying to make light of a pretty horrific um, situation, but yeah, he deserves absolutely everything that comes his way, disgusting behaviour, so, <clears throat> gentlemen, before we get into uh, this week, Unfortunately, Ali and Scott, I don't know if it's unfortunate, we won't spend time on the Old Firm game, that's been and gone, me and Ryan had to suffer that podcast, uh, so kudos points to, massive staunch points to Ryan for that, uh, so we won't be doing that, we will get into discussing a, a much ple- a much more pleasing game on Sunday, but before we do, um, you can now join the channel for 99 p to help us and to support us and help us grow. Also if you're a club at 22 supporter At the end of the season You could win a gift voucher for the Rangers store There's a link for that below this I think you just click join I'm sure you just click join uh, And you can do that If you don't want to subscribe If that's not your thing You can buy the, the podcast a coffee um, The link for that is also below uh, Just a massive thank you To Boyd who bought us Five or four coffees I can't quite remember I really do appreciate that And also Tommy as well For buying us yet another coffee tommy's been superb for that so thank you tommy boy thank you boyd and as always please like the videos and subscribe to the youtube channel too we clicks cost you nothing but it makes a ma- massive difference to us uh, sorry, quickly, you need to, to human me for another couple of minutes. I need to give two shout-outs this week. First of all, I had the privilege of meeting Tom Campbell this week at work. Uh, he was very complimentary about the pod, uh, along with having some incredible Ranger stories. I, I passed a good bit of time talking to him or listening to his stories. It, it was incredible. And uh, thank you so much for the support, uh, Tom. You really did make my day. You generally did. And a second shout-out goes to Blair Ian, who is in the land down down under. He was in touch this week with support for the pod. Uh, thank you for the support, mate. Uh, and it still blows my mind that there's people on the other side of this world listening to this pod. You. Thank you for the support, everyone.
2: Carney, see, oh, see yes. Blair Ian, he messaged me and he, he told me to tell Scotia that he works for a company called <laughs> Scotia Access Systems. So I don't know <laughs> if you've got a company down under, Scotia, but you might be guy for Scotia. Is that where you're making yeah, your millions,
1: so put- Scotia? Aye?
0: Yeah, is my name, so yeah, that's me. They they pay me like royalties.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. But no, honestly, thank you for the support. And it, it sounds so, it sounds so silly, but when you get comments, and we get people talking to us about the pod me especially just it's very humbling it really is and it's incredible that he's got to continue to support us it's it's brilliant it really is and people genuinely look forward to listening and watching these podcasts um which is great and that's including the moonhillers when we get beat so do you know what I mean? I mean, everything swings around the box and all that but we will start uh, with uh, a rather pleasing result, uh, an even more impressive performance from Rangers at Ibrooks on Sunday, uh, which resulted in a 5 0 thrashing of hearts. And Alfredo Morelos' double, followed by goals by Kamara, Arfield, <clears throat> Fashion Chicala, secured us the three points in style. Uh, a reaction a performance that maybe caught us all a wee bit by surprise, Ali. Uh, not that we're, we're really going to complain, but the players had to lift the crowd. Uh, to kind of get us back on side after the disappointment of Wednesday. And I think they did just
2: that. Yeah. I I met Scotia beforehand and the team came out and John Lundstrom was in the team. Um, It looked slightly defensive. There wasn't much pace in it looking at it in terms of Kent. And I feared a wee bit. And I think a lot of Rangers fans did. I think in the group chat, we were all going Lundstrom and everyone in the pub we were in Scotia was going, John Lundstrom, what's going on here? Then. We've approved um, we wrong with John Lundstrom in particular. Um, I said to Scotia, especially after them winning 4-0 away at Motherwell, I said, we need need a win, but we need a performance. See if Rangers had scraped a win on Sunday, I would have walked out of Ibrook still not sure about this team, but I got everything I wanted on Sunday for that Rangers team. I got a win, I got performance, I got a team that are they looked hungry, Rangers. They looked back to that team. It was hunting packs, wanting the ball back, and a couple of guys in particular. Morelos, one of the best games I've seen him in a Rangers top. It really is. Not just his goals, his hold-up play, everything about him. Scott Arfield, I thought, was brilliant. John Lundstrom had come in from out the cold. I thought he had an outstanding game as well. And um, I, It was a great Sunday, and just to, and to top it off, the man Fiz Ambia scored as well, so it was a cracking day, but it's... Um, it's been and gone, I and mean, we need to kick on from it. We can't just, can't just lie in that game now. We need to kick on because we obviously entertain hearts, and uh, hearts, hibs tomorrow night. So, yeah, it's massive games going forward for Rangers at the moment.
1: Definitely. <clears throat>
2: Scotia, in terms of
1: reactions, um... I think we were all feeling a wee bit unsure about how the, the game would go. You you have that feeling in the back of your mind after a, a result like Wednesday night, you don't really know what to expect. It. But to get what we got, um, it, it's probably set the standard now for the rest of the season.
0: No, yeah, it definitely has. Um, even Kenny, it was kind of the perfect, perfect game of football, perfect result, perfect performance, really. Um, and even excluding the game against Celtic the, the previous Wednesday, I felt ever since we've come back from the winter break, there was a bit of malaise kind of seeping into the team, and my performances haven't been great since we've come back. So to get that kind of performance, let's hope that that's what we're going to see going forward, rather than you know the three four games previous to that.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's uh, it's crucial for the team to to kind of to, to live off the high off it. Yeah, but to let it hit home to them that this is what they're actually capable of um when they decide to perform and to, to have a wee bit of belief in themselves and not to be uh, negative all the time. I know there's times in football where you have to maintain possession, you have to keep the ball, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but it's it's more often than not going to work in your favour when you decide to be a wee bit brave. Um Ryan, obviously we've had we had our reaction uh, on Way Sunday after the game So uh, obviously you've had uh, uh, Your say on it So uh, I'll come to you With the first player That I watch speak about And you won't be surprised To hear mate That it's Alfredo Morelos Now we do talk about him All the time mate People who Are no strangers To this podcast Are well aware of Our love on un, the, un um, What's the word Un What's it called Undying love Undying love For uh, yep. uh, for, for Alfredo <clears throat> Um But that performance on Sunday it cements his importance to this Rangers team.
3: Yes, listen, he put in that performance that everybody craved for Murrellos, and everybody knows he's got that standard. I think I said on Sunday that it was a it was very much like a 2019-2020 performance for Murellos and his finish, his second finish. He was just from the off, so hungry to get on the ball, pressing it. Moving about, looking for it, dropping deep, linking the play. His touch was on point. That's probably the best I've seen his first touch in a Rangers jersey. Just everything he can controlled was just on point, and he had a great game. Um, it's funny because you always, I think every Rangers fan has a has a somewhat a love hate relationship with Marielos, And when he called up to Colombia, I remember being scummed because I thought he's going to miss that old fun game. And that night he was posting pictures of of the lineup for uh, the the call up squad for Columbia I was like, you fucking little asshole! How can you post that when you know we're all when you know we're all scunned, But then he comes back and puts in a performance like and you're like, ah, it's all right, son. I'll, I'll forget about that. So he just yeah, he just did a, yeah, a fantastic game on on Sunday. And um, like I said, like I said on the pod, that I'm just looking forward to if that's the way he's going to play from now to the end of the season. I'm looking forward to seeing him every game because he's unplayable for anyone in Scotland on
1: that form. Yeah, I, I, would, I would have to agree with, with Ryan there. I think when he does play like that, he is unstoppable. And we've, we've said it a million times and I, I make no apologies for repeating it. A, a happy Alfredo Morelos is a very dangerous Alfredo Morelos. And he looked extremely happy and determined on on Sunday. I think it's also important though, Gio, Gio has whether it was started before Gio came in or not, but Gio has whipped him into shape. He's obviously been putting a bit of a a a bit of a, a training regime to try and maybe shift a few pounds, but he's looking really dangerous now.
2: Yeah, and i was said it for weeks, he's, like, he's looking lean on and fit on Morelos. I mean, since Gio's come in, he's, he's he's been playing well, Morelos. It's not as if he's just all of a sudden turned up. Him. At the weekend there, he has been playing well. I think he scored something like 8 and 10. Um, so... He's been playing well, but that performance at the weekend from him was. That's how important he is is to us. We had a wee dig at Cedric Itton, who played a couple of games for us there. You see the difference for Itton to Morelos. Our team relies on Morelos the way we want to play football. He does everything. See see him and Scott Arfield at at the weekend there. I thought they were outstanding. They're just a link up play, and they both know what each other's thinking. In terms of Morelos knows that Scott Arfield would break the line. So yeah, he, he's very he's intelligent, Morelos. He's his all round game has improved year on year with Rangers. He's not just a finisher, he's, he's, he's it's it's the all round game from him. And I think we've seen everything from Morelos at the weekend. The only downside before for him was he didn't get his hat trick. But um <clears throat> to me it was one of the and he has put a lot of good performances, especially in the Europa League that year. Ryan was talking about where he was untouchable, but that that performance for me on Sunday was was up there, one of the top performances I've seen by, by Alfredo Morelos. I would tend to agree, So I'm going to make, pick up now
1: point that Ali said there, and also I seen it shared on social media today when one of the I'm presuming it was the Sunday Daily Record that somebody had screenshotted it, and I think it was I think it was Loudrop, I don't know who it was that said it that it's pretty much all or nothing for um, Alfredo Morelos for us to win the league. And we used to talk about Morelos and Kamar Roof as well as being the complete striker. And But if Alfredo Morelos is fit and he's playing like that, you can't have much more of a complete striker. So Kamar Roof might struggle to get game time.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think at the moment, Alfie's for one of the first names in the team sheet, and he needs to be. He's been, like like the guys they alluded to, he's been building up to that kind of performance. And I think there's been quite a few contributing factors from it in terms of, obviously, the the result we had against Celtic, Flyers and what, but he, obviously he's went away to Columbia as well, not played for them, so he's probably feeling a wee bit aggrieved, and he's went out mm-hmm. and kind of just delivered that type of performance that, um, you know, we all know he's capable of. And um, the one worry I have is that... Like you say, Roof comes in, but Roof's not exactly like him, so it's I think we need to change our system a wee bit um, if Alfie's not playing, but going forward, Alfie needs to be playing every week if, he, if he's fit and available.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree. It was just a complete strike of performance. Two outstanding goals and assist. Uh, assist for Glenn Kamara. A bursting run forward from Glenn Kamara. Who would have thought it? Uh, but it just highlights uh, just what an integral part of the system he is. Uh, and this Rangers team needs uh, he needs Yes, Yes. I was mate. going to
2: say, <laughs> I, I don't know if you got a DM for him misses else Monday, Tuesday. I DM'd it to say... <laughs> If um, she's looking for somebody to build balloon arches for uh, <laughs> oh. in the house, you, you're, the, you're the man to go to. So I, I don't know if she get back to you on it. Uh, no, mate, she didn't. No, yes, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah,
1: for all you, those of those who don't know, I, I came in for I came in from work last Friday, and uh, there was just a load of. Empty balloons Lying on the floor And Mrs is like You need to blow These up Scott Like we need to get These these up for people Coming up tonight And I'm like What are you talking about and I'm not kidding on. There must have been about a thousand balloons or something and i was like you got it up mate." no no so i had to sit there for a good hour and a half just blowing up balloons and we managed to build a a balloon arts because we did a gender reveal for those of you who don't know i'm having a, wee done boy, a good you've but... done a good job of it To be aye. to be fair that's why i, I put did. your name
2: forward <laughs> <laughs>
1: i don't want to do something like that as a <laughs> job man like but obviously my you' pregnant you've got to just yes okay darling no problem that's no problem but yeah thanks for that mate um i don't want a job as a a balloon Arch builder, um, to, to be fair, but you make a fortune out of it some of the prices. What is that? What, are
3: doing? what is that professional, um, title anyway? What is that? a balloon, a balloon pumper? Is it <laughs> a balloon pumper? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what that would be classed as a balloon
1: pumper. I don't know, it must a be clown. Some, a clown, a yeah, clown, a clown. some <laughs> hey, somebody it say. Uh, as a charlatan, like make, you make an absolute fortune. It? That's all I know. Um, because from what we bought, a load of empty balloons for compared to what they would have been to been blown up by somebody else, it was uh, pretty expensive. Really, quite expensive. But yes, uh, let's talk about a balloon, balloons, lads, uh, and let's talk about a man who some of some people may have thought was a bit of a balloon, but certainly proved a lot of us wrong on his wrong. And it's John Lundstrom. Um I said in the pod after the match, Ali, you mentioned it there that. I was a wee bit unsure about John Lundstrom when I seen the team selection. However, to come into the team um, and to perform the way that he'd done, whether Ryan Jack complimented or not, I suppose that's open for debate. But uh, they too, especially, just dominated the midfield and it was all kind of it was all kind of rounded off just by that burst and run that Lundstrom had made. Uh, it was everything that I thought we were going to get from John Lundstrom when, when we signed him. Uh, it really was. Obviously, it hasn't really happened for him, but hopefully he can kick on from this. Ryan, <clears throat> John Lundstrom, he took his opportunity when it came to him, and as I just said, let's hope he can just continue on that, that road.
3: Yeah, he's, if you hear him, I don't watch many players press conferences but I've watched his all season and he's, his attitude is spot on like he's always he won't shy away he's not a completely shy away like I've said a few times he's I think sometimes the occasion or the or just the job of playing for Rangers has maybe been overwhelming sometimes and he's put in a few bad performances you think of that game he gets sent off I think it was a European game wasn't it he gets sent off and he just had an yeah. absolute howler See so to bounce back from that thing obviously Gerrard's left, that would have been a total scunner for him. To then look at frozen out and leaving a couple of weeks ago, to now putting in a performance like that after the way we played against them last week, it just shows what a set of balls he's got. And he's a player, as you said, that's a John Lundstrom that I expect. That's a John Lundstrom that I remember with Sheffield United a few seasons ago. And if you think of anything that epitomises that is the run they had in the second half where... He just won the ball and just thought, OK, I'm grabbing this bit of nuts here and I'm going for it. And he just kept running and running and he deserved a goal for that. But he's, he's put in a great performance and I would say he's one of the first names of the team sheet tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I can't really disagree with that. I think the amount of times you said balls and nuts there, mate, I thought you were about to break into a Manscaped promo. Well, um, but-
3: <laughs> his balls will thank him for that performance. I was going to go to that there, but I'll let you do it. I'll let you.
1: But no, mate, mate you are right. And I think... The way he performed, especially in the first half, going into the second half when he had that kind of burst forward, everybody in Ibrox kind of willed him on to continue to go and to score because it would be more of the goals of the season, the length of the, the, length of the pitch that he, he ran. Uh, but I, I think just a massive respect has to go to the guy and he's obviously got very good resilience uh, in that sense. <clears throat> Ali, in fact, sorry, Ali, I'm going to go to Scotia because Scotia tends to be more melodical when... Kind of camera about things about this one so ryan jack was back his first start and i don't know how long um again i thought was crucial for the way we played for leading or for controlling things from kind of deep midfield and probably controlling the press probably making the call for the press <clears throat> as the kind of leader in the middle of that park uh i think he's crucial for us for the rest of the season uh, i'm not going to lie but obviously today at the press conference it was confirmed that he will be out for tomorrow night due to the tackle that i'm pretty sure everybody has seen um now willie collum is the picture that i've seen willie collum standing looking at that a lot of people have through the criticism around now that he's this is what you're going to get from ryan jack and he's he's not going to be able to maintain a, a long period in the team but any player gets injured with that and Ryan Jack being out tomorrow again cements how poor Willie Collum was
0: Yeah um, oh, it was disgraceful because I was sitting beside Ali in the second half and when I seen that it was Jack that was down and he was down for a while after that challenge I was absolutely shocked that the foul hadn't, not even that a card had shown that the foul you know, hadn't been given, um, and then you see that it's jacked down, and you're like, "Oh no!" But he got up and sort of hobbled off, and then he played played on for a wee bit longer. Um, I think I seen someone in the comments from um, your reaction video on Saturday had mentioned that they, they sat down in the, the um, one of the enclosures and had seen that he'd had an ice pack over his foot. Yeah. Um. After uh, during the game, sort of once it came off. But from Gio's press conference today, it hopefully, doesn't look overly serious, and it's not. It's not the same issue with the knees had, but um, it's, a, it's a gutter because my team for tomorrow would have been unchanged um, had we not got that news today, because I think Jack is an incredible player. He's got that drive as well. Um, he, he set up the goal for, it was a lovely wee slip ball through to Alfie for, for Alfie's second that he played, and I think him and Alfie always link up up really well. I remember back to the, oh, who were we playing? Is it Villarreal? where Alfie scored an absolute cracking goal in the Europa and yeah. it was yep. Jack that set him up there as well um, he's such an important player and he, he gets it as well you know he's a Rangers fan and he, he gets it sometimes you can see the difference in fact from the from the Old Firm game where in the first half we actually looked be a wee bit scared and stuff Jack came on in the second half of the Old Firm and Started playing a wee bit better, but not good enough. But Jack starting to um, on Sunday there, Um he just drove us forward. And along with Lundstrom in midfield, I thought they were both absolutely fantastic and two of the best players on the pitch on Saturday. <clears throat> Sunday.
1: I, I can't, yeah, I, I can't disagree, mate. I think he's he's a presence in midfield that we sometimes probably miss. Um, and it's no disrespect to Glenn Kamara but he's not the same as having Ryan Jack there, um, Ali. I know you're annoyed about the refereeing standard, and obviously I, I am more annoyed the fact that Ryan Jack is now now injured for this, for this one game. Um, we all know what tackle it was, mate, and no matter what Gio says in his press conference, uh, he can't come out and just completely slam, slam referees because of the way it works in this country. If he does that, he gets banned, and all the absolute ridiculous rules that are there to go, to go along with that so i can get why he does it but he does say balligan and bassy feel hard done to by um by getting the bookings but if the referees he's had var all that that goes along with it trying to defend him having the criticism now we sit in the club deck mate and we've got a pretty good view of the game we look down on the game um i know where ryan sits he's obviously ryan's in the government front. I'm pretty confident without even asking, Ryan, that he knows that Balignac's wasn't a booking and he knows that Bassie's wasn't a booking.
2: I mean, we, we talked about Clancy in the Aberdeen game and to be fair, the Rangers, Rangers have had a go at that. I've, but to be fair, I've not heard anything back from what happened with that in terms of us pulling up, I think it was eight decisions. But I, I mean, you guys went into Willie Collum a bit on your after, in the aftermatch reaction, which was good. Then. I mean, I came in at you at halftime, Carl, and then I, I says, Reigns are playing really well," and I says, "But Willie Collum has been absolutely horrific." And I could point to umpteen the umpteen, the Bassey booking was never a booking, um, the one where Joe was going down the wing, two guys trying to take him out of the game, nothing. Um, I, it was it was shocking his performance, Willie Collum, and the one when Scotia was sitting beside me with Ryan Jack. That I mean, it's it's. He's not even far away. Even the linesman doesn't give it either. I mean, it's, it's baffling at times. And it's the, the clearest free kick you will ever see. And he just goes, play on. And then literally about two minutes later, he actually gives a foul in the middle of the park to us, which wasn't a foul because I think he knows, oh, shit, I made an ass of that. So he gave yeah. Rangers that foul. And I heard you guys going about it in terms of, I think Ryan was saying, they're not, they're not cheats of their bias and I agree with that, I don't think they are I just, they're just not good enough and Willie Collins in the same group as Clancy and, uh, and Beaton as well, the three of them I would put them together uh, Bobby Madden's, I don't know, slightly better but um, but uh, yeah it's, it's a, I mean it's a sad day when we won 5-0 but we can still have a go at a referee because his performance <clears throat> was absolutely abysmal absolutely yes. his money and he booked um, Robin Nielsen as well in the dugout too so yeah. I don't think he was that chuffed with him either
1: <laughs> No, that's the thing but the reason I'm probably doing it now is because I don't want it to sound like silver grips because you have to call this out man like it's not good enough it's nowhere near good enough and I genuinely do believe he was putting players in danger and the Ryan Jack one illuminates that it shines a light on that that you put him in danger there because it's a free kick and it's a booking I don't care where you watch football in the world, that is a free kick and it's a booking at the very least. I don't believe the Hearts player is particularly went into trying hurt him. I don't. I, it's just a shocking tackle, but it doesn't make it any. It doesn't. It's still a booking, and yeah, we're we're always going to be looked down on, Um and it doesn't help uh, the fact that you've got refereeing decisions like this. Uh, it really isn't. Uh, will I call him? was absolutely shocking it really was and uh, speaking of massive balls um, we'll speak about uh manscaped uh, promo time everybody Valentine's day is just around the corner and our sponsors at manscaped are here with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion this valentine's day it's time to join the four million men worldwide who trust manscaped the leaders and below the waist grooming with our exclusive offer Go to manscape.com, use the code club at 22 for 20% off plus free shipping. The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. It has the skin safe technology so you don't damage the man veg, and it has an LED light in case you live life on the edge and want to shave your delicates in the dark. To complete the trimming of said delicates, finish it off with the crop preserver, ball deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. These formulations will have your ball smelling like a king on the big day. Your balls and lady or fella PC podcast and all that will thank you. So go to manscaped.com, use the code Club at 22 for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you to everybody that does. Thank you to Manscaped for the continued support of us. And if you buy something from Manscaped and you use our code, you'll be supporting this podcast. So thank you, everybody. Back to Ranger things, lads. You just got off lightly, mate. You never need to fucking read that anymore. It's always me.
2: <laughs> anyway, I read it, the last. Yeah. I read it before, I remember.
3: You've been over on this podcast for about two months, mate. You can just... Two months, yeah. actually, it's actually opened my mind into maybe challenging myself and buying that one with a light on it just see, to see if I can shave them in the dark. <laughs> see if you can well, do it yeah, in I, <laughs> I like I like a
1: challenge. Mate, people have some weird kicks in life man like Hi. that could probably be a thing try to shave your balls in the dark without cutting them i'd imagine that's probably a thing that's probably i'd imagine there's a category on Pornhub for that uh anyway gentlemen let's go back to the rangers things ryan we did the uh we did the post-match on um sunday i keep getting my days confused uh sunday and we probably didn't highlight Ryan Kent enough, mate. Uh, if we, if, I think we're both being completely honest. I don't think we gave him enough credit. Three assists for him. Um, and I say I, I definitely didn't give him enough credit for how good he was. He was back to showing bits of his absolute best on Sunday. Aye.
3: I, I think um, I know Ryan will be watching and listening to this podcast. <laughs> I've, I need to apologise to him because I, I shouted at him on Sunday. Shame on me. Shame on me. I think it was Ali that highlighted it in the in the chat that he had three assists. Yeah, I shouted that on Sunday. I can't remember what he did. He checked back and passed the ball back. And after I don't know why I've shouted. Probably frustrated listening to the guy behind me. I'll blame him. Um <laughs> Ryan Kent. Yeah, three assists. I mean, what can it's, you say? Ryan, does that does that guy watch this pod? Do you get any idea? Do you have a conversation with You know with him? what? I would just it's love very funny. It'd be funny if he did. <laughs> It's going to be awkward because if he does, we don't talk to each other, but sometimes I'll turn around and say things to him about the game and he just looks at me and doesn't say anything. I think, I wonder if he does watch this and maybe he just doesn't want engaging engage in conversation because I'm I'm fed up listening you to him. all the time. Aye. Uh, ended it sits in the government front will know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, aye, <laughs> uh, Ryan Kemp is brilliant. And, and see, do you know his check? See the way he checked his run for the first goal? See when Bassey played the ball through? He's checked his run, and it's just a beautiful bit of play. The way he checks his run and and, um, plays onto the ball, it's brilliant, and he had such a good game. Um, Backed his best, as you said, and he was unlucky not to score by that chance in the first half as well. Put a brilliant performance in, and and that's all we want for Ryan Kent. It's just that you know you're going to get it anyway, that constant trying, but I think the Rangers fans need to lay off my back, especially... Especially myself, but he's not going to beat his man every single time. I think we always expect that. Ibrooks. he's not going to beat his man every time. And what can you say? Three assists. He's, if it wasn't, a, if it wasn't or Lindstrom, he gets man of the match, doesn't he? So yeah, he played yeah. brilliant on uh, Sunday.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. I didn't give him enough credit for the Sakala uh, the goal. Um, I couldn't really remember the Sakala goal when we were talking about it. You know, because I mean, it's after the game, you tend to forget the, some of the build up that happens. But after seeing it back, I was like, oh, that was terrific. And yeah, he did everything but score. Look, he should have scored. I'm not going to let him off that lately. He should have scored. Like, it's a bit of a Saturday, He should definitely be putting that away. But apart from that it is everything that you want from Ryan Kent. and it will come and it will come and he will hit his top form again and he'll hit his purple patch and he'll be absolutely flying but Sunday was definitely close to his, close to his, his best Ali um, just quickly before we move on mate uh, Aaron Ramsey what was it like seeing him in a Rangers jersey
2: it was probably the perfect day to put Aaron Ramsey on the park if Gio could have actually dreamt of the day to bring him on it would probably have been how it went to be Four, I, were we four up? Five five. I don't know, to be honest. What score it was when he four. came on. <laughs> four up. Yeah, no, it was good to see him on. Um, a couple of decent touches. you can tell he's not played football in a while, though. I could tell it straight away. Um, I don't expect him. Well, Gio has said that in the press Or today. I don't expect he won't start tomorrow night. I think he'll start against Annan, which will be an experience for him. Um but, <laughs> but um yeah, I think... The weather looks
1: it's
2: absolutely it, for that game. It's, yeah, i um, seen it as well. Yeah, but it's, it's hard to judge a guy that comes on when you're phone up against Hearts. The game's a dead rubber, but yeah, he looked neat and tidy, but I mean, his after-match press conference, he kind of said Rangers and him have a plan in terms of going forward, how to manage him. So, yeah, I, I don't know when we'll see him actually properly start a game in the league, but I would... I would expect him to start at least the first half against Aaron to get more minutes in his legs, and he will probably come on for twenty minutes tomorrow night if, hopefully, we are two or three nil at that point.
1: Well, you would like to think so, mate. Um, don't get too far ahead of ourselves. Come on,
2: no. <laughs> um, but no, no, I
1: know fine well. Scotia, it has just occurred to me that uh, you've not been on the pod since Aaron Ramsey joined Rangers. Am I correct? You haven't, have you? Nope. No, no. So, never
0: what's never your mentioned.
1: what's your takes of? We've well, now seen Aaron Ramsey and a Rangers shot.
0: Yeah, it's really pleasing. It's it's absolutely fantastic that you can tempt someone from Uv, you know, to come and even if it's just a loan signing to come and play. It's absolutely phenomenal. And you've seen the scenes, um, outside Ibrox when he arrived, and it, I think Ali had mentioned when you were doing it, it, Kenny. It was flashbacks to when Gaza arrived. In terms of the amount of people there and the fanfare and things like that. Um so it's absolutely brilliant. I'm not the biggest fan of Welsh people, particularly if Scotland beat Ukraine <laughs> coming up in March. For God's sake, I know it was blacklisted. Where is this going? Sake, you,
2: you've
1: been off the podcast for about three months, mate, and you're gonna come back and say you hate the earth, Welsh. This, so well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, just because just because Wales have gave Scotland drubbins in the past before and hopefully faced them in the playoffs um, later on in March. Um, so, yeah, that's my <laughs> only downside. But no, absolutely brilliant to have him. Um, he was a cracking player at Arsenal. He's not really featured at UV did he? He was, kind of, was out of the team for a couple good couple of weeks um, before they kind of stopped up in Italy. Um, so absolutely great to have him. And it, again, it just kind of reinforces that we're back and that we can attract these players because this wouldn't have happened even two seasons ago this wouldn't have happened it would only have been because of, because of Gerard. but now I think what people are looking at is and actually seeing no, this is a good place to go and Ross Wilson's doing an absolutely fantastic job attracting types of players like this so um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he gets on over the next couple of months
1: on behalf of Scott Gemmell I make apologies to all our Welsh listeners and viewers. He doesn't mean Scotia. it. He was only kidding. It was only a joke.
2: you do know Scotland are playing Wales in the rugby at the weekend as well, so... Oh,
0: well, no. that's another reason not to, not to like them at the moment. holy
2: you see a hole, you for Scotia? i digging it I can't wait. <laughs> oh, digging okay. <laughs> Let's
1: swiftly move let on. Off <laughs> yeah, let's swiftly move on from that. Look, Geo said and he's. Gio said in his um, his press conference today that he won't. Aaron Ramsey won't start on Wednesday. There obviously is a plan. Uh, I will be shocked if he doesn't play at least 70, 80 possibly minutes uh, on on Saturday. However, um, I think it's important to be patient. Look, I don't want to be patient because it, the, the signing almost doesn't make sense if he can't really play at least ten full games for the rest of the season. You would like to think that he could. So, I mean. You you kind of running out of time to get yourself there, but he's Geo did say that he's happy with the progress that he's making and will slowly, um, will slowly get integrated into the team and then hopefully he'll be starting uh, in the not too distant future. Um, before we move on and preview the Hibs game, just going to spend a couple of minutes talking about the actual changes that we Rangers made or Geo made rather. Um, he was obviously very happy with the performance on Sunday. Uh, Ryan, who would have thought? That being brave in possession might actually lead to the best performance of the season and us being able to see teams off quite convincingly Uh, who would have thought a wee high press might work as well but look, these are hindsight things and all that, I get that, but the changes that he made is not really changes if that makes sense it's what we were doing
3: Yeah, it was our style of play that changed because you look at the team in paper, I think we all did (coughs) And we thought it would be slow. We thought players would be staying in their possession and nobody would be breaking the lines. And it was anything but. It was attitude in check, direct play, attack, attack, attack. That's what you want to see from a Rangers team, especially at home against anyone. At home in Scotland. Anyone. And um, we got our rewards and it feels like the pennies dropped a bit. It feels like the players were maybe looking at each other going, is that how easy it is? Is that how easy it is if we break the lines and we grab this game, score the first goal and then go for the second. That's how easy it is to score four or five. I think, oh, I've said oh, a number of times in this podcast, I think Gerard was guilty of it when he first came to Scotland of protecting a lead and maybe Geo has just been a wee bit like that as a manager. I don't expect to see um, I'd sit back just yeah, give her a kick and a slap, will um, <laughs> no, cut- do I? Well, God's <laughs> sake cat, was, cat was, fashion and wealth fashion well. on one podcast,
1: God's sake just,
3: a, a, wee dis- dis- a, wee a wee disclaimer that was a cut my joke, if you don't know about it, have a Google um, yes. no, we, we just we had everything in check on Sunday and the players like I said, I reckon the pennies dropped they were queuing up to score goals on Sunday, they really were and you just look at Lundström. I don't think Lundström would have made that run two or three weeks ago if he had played. I don't think Kamara would have made that run a few weeks ago. And even Ramsey, when I think it's Sakala's goal, even Ramsey's busting forward looking for a goal. The mentality's changed. Yeah, they were hungry to put, prove a point after after their performance, if you can call it that, last week. But, yeah, there's just something changed with this team, and that's what I want to see tomorrow night. And it's not going to be 5-0 every week, but that attitude and that style of play is what I want to see from our Rangers team every week.
1: Agreed. Um, Ali, the pressure was much higher. I sh- it was noticeably higher. You could see that we were, we were willing to get in hard faces. And when we were losing the ball, it was like an instant hunt to get the ball back. Hearts weren't really that deep at first. They got deeper in the game, as you would expect, as the score line went up. They were kind of trying to avoid a Um Didn't really work, obviously. We kind of steamrolled over the top of them. But it's also quite... It's easy to forget that Hearts would have fancied this on Sunday. They would have thought Rangers could be a wounded animal here. We could really go and get a result. So the changes that Geo made have to be plotted, yes. But I'd probably harping back now to the players... The player's, the players' attitude was correct, and this is what we have to see now going forward.
2: Yeah. You could you could see a huge difference. I mean, it wouldn't be hard for Wednesday night, to be honest, because Wednesday night was an absolute whimper of a Rangers team that I've seen. But, no, there was hunger, there was fighting, the, the press was there. It, it was kind of... I, mean, I don't want to go back to Gerrard's time, but it was uh, similar to watching that in terms of when they did press... In terms of where they hunted to get the ball back and go again, and yeah, Hearts probably did fancy themselves coming, but they looked a bit shell shocked. Hearts at first, I don't think they really knew what to do. The, the, the centre half they had, um, who they brought in in the January window, there, who was Martin Morelos. They, they changed him for somebody else because Morelos was just fucking he was, he was having a field day with him and. <laughs> Aye, and Hearts are a decent team. I've watched Hearts a few times this season. They, they don't really sit back. They'll come and have a go. Barry McKay, Boyce, decent players. Janelli, a couple of other decent players. A bit of miggy whatever he's called in the middle of the park. Um, so... Definitely aye. know that. Well, it's close. <laughs> I might be it, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, that, the guy don't... that took Ryan Jack out of the game, there you yeah, go, i say yeah, that. Um, yeah. He's not a bad player, to be honest. But, yeah, I hearts guys I mean, I said to Scotia, um sitting there, I was like, Who's actually giving Hearts a doing this season? I don't think Hearts have had a doing this season at all. Mm-hmm. And um for us to do it was um, was impressive. But yeah, as impressive as Sunday was, we need to go and do it tomorrow night because if we go if we go to IVOX tomorrow night and, and can't do the same, there's there's no point. We, we need to use that as momentum and let's kick on and and put a run together like we did when we had that disaster at Hamden against Hibs, and then we went on a run. We need to do the same thing again.
1: Yeah, you're right. Um, it would be as Rangers fans, you know, we're like we're a fickle bunch. And if uh, Sunday would pretty much all count for nothing if we go, uh, if we have a whimpering performance, or uh, it will be any sort of disaster. Um, and by disaster, I mean a draw because right now a draw will cause disaster. Rangers Twitter will go into full meltdown if that happens. So it will count for nothing. Scotia, one last thing. Um again what really highlighted the the change for me was the first goal. The the kind of wee chip ball from Jack to Basse and Basse immediately a first pass, no extra touch that he needed, first pass, straightforward, splits the defence open, Ryan Kent again, first time ball to Alfredo Morelos, and it's a goal and you get the opener. Um that really kinda That was the main highlight to me that I thought, yeah, we are going to be brave today.
0: Yeah, that directness of play. Um, Because too often we take a check, stop the ball, slow the play down, Um, particularly see when we're in and around the box and things like that. The amount of times, Kamara's sometimes really guilty of this, that he'll, Check back rather than put the pass on. Almost as if you're looking for that perfect goal that Kenny. It reminds me of the like the Arsenal team a few years ago where they were always trying to almost pass the ball into the net. And I think at times we've been guilty of that in the past under Gio and under under Gerrard. But on um, Sunday there, it was oh well, there's a pass on there. Play it straight away and only check back if there's absolutely nothing on. And it was, it was great to see that because too often we do sort of slow the game down when we're on the break and things like that. So it was really good to see.
1: Yeah, overall great performance Uh, As I say we have set the standard now I think we all agree on that It's now over to the team um, to continue to to reach the heights Uh, So we'll move on to the next game now uh, Which is another pretty crucial tie Against Hibs at Ibrox on Wednesday night Hibs have not come back after the winter break at all as of yet And are are really struggling for results Since the restart they have drawn two and lost three With the last defeat being a rather disappointing 1-0 loss at home uh, to Saint Mon on Saturday there uh, currently sitting fifth, very much in a battle with Motherwell, Aberdeen, and Dundee United to remain in the top six pre-split. So, Ali, you yeah, sorry, Ryan, come to you. Um, your thoughts on Hibs? See four people, four people on a podcast, and I'm already getting confused at who I was talking to. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts on Hibs?
3: <laughs> I'm quite surprised at how poor they've been since Maloney came in. I thought. Um... I thought they we'd get a I thought we'd get a kickstart out of him. I know they lost uh, Martin Benz my boyle, but I mean what I've heard, Maloney's a good coach and he comes with a bit of respect. I thought it would be, be kind of fly, not flying under him, but I thought it would be doing a lot better than they are. But um if we've got one incentive, it's to put something right after that semi final, we owe them a doing. It would be lovely to get a, another five nil. I don't think it will be. I think it'll be I think they'll come and they what they always do and give us a hard game and put the boot in um, but yeah I, I, I don't see it being a game that Rangers struggle but what an incentive it is to to put a put a wrong right from that semi-final and also it's a nice thought to think of Hibs and Aberdeen in that bottom six isn't it?
1: Oh it's a very nice thought um, yeah I think Aberdeen get beat at the weekend as well and I'm just saying that especially for my stepdad hello Tommy and uh Ali in terms of, look, we know Hibs aren't going to, they're obviously going to raise their game because they're coming to Ibrooks, So you would, you're going to expect that. It's always going to be like that. But I think the point that you agree with Ryan on this one, I'm probably quite shocked that there's been as poor as they have been. I mean, they've lost Boyle, yes. But, I mean, apart from that, they've really not shown up at all.
2: Well, Sean Maloney's noised up Jim, Jim Goodwin already, because apparently Hibs should have won 5-0 at the weekend, Maloney said, <laughs> and then Jim Goodwin said he was disrespectful to his St Mirren team, mm. and they asked Maloney again today about, it and, he went, and he basically says, no, I agree, we should have been 3-4-5 up, so, obviously, I'd, we'd never seen that game, so I can't comment no. on that, they might have well have been, I don't know, but... I did say before we played them at Hamden, they went through a sticky wee spell, similar to what you've just rounded off there, Cairn, in terms of results, and I went fling that right out the window. Again, they're one of their teams that I don't care what their form's been previously. They'll come to Ibrox and they'll have a go at us. Guaranteed they will. Maloney, he likes to play this if you want to call it expansive football. I did watch them against Hearts. I thought they were poor against Hearts. Hearts should have beaten them. They had two penalties they should have had, but Hearts controlled most of the game. Hibs nearly nicked it at the end, but no, nah, I'll fling their performances the last five games out the window. I'm not reading anything. They'll come and have a go at us. They're a decent team, Hibs. They always do play football against us, so it should be a good game of football tomorrow night. If we on our game, we should beat them, but yeah, they're, they're dangerous, Hibs, but Boyle not being there is, is a big miss. I know Ryan said he was like Benzema there, but um, he's uh, he was their main man in terms of his pace and stuff, so he will be a bit of a miss for them, but in terms of the last five performances, nah, I'm not reading anything that at all. They'll come and have a go us tomorrow, don't you it? Yeah, of course, I think we need to be a, a wee bit cautious as well
1: of this game being the spark for them that kind of starts their season off again and gets them going. However, it's quite hard to see past Strangers just now Obviously because we're all Rangers fans, yes, but obviously based on the level of performance that we had on Sunday and with the press update today, uh, the press conference, sorry, the update of the squad today, the only people that are missing are Hadji and Ryan Jack, so even Holanda looks like he's on his way back as well, so we've got more than a capable enough squad to be
0: uh, to be beating Hibs. Yeah, we should be, but I don't want to tempt fate because I can of agree with Ali there and Ryan that... Since Maloney's come in, they've been nowhere near the level I thought they would be. I thought Maloney would take take them over and push them on. But, you know, like Ryan mentioned, I think they're only two points above ninth place at the minute. They, it took them into extra time to beat Cove Rangers in the Cup. Um, they've got Arbroath on Sunday in the Scottish Cup, the next round of the Scottish Cup. So Maloney's under an awful lot of pressure. Um, so I don't want to tempt fate because it is the kind of game that we all know that Hibs will turn up for this one and it'll be a really stuffy game or something like that. Although saying that we should be going out and putting it past them, similar to what we've done against Hearts there. I, I, you know that way I don't have any worries. But saying that I'm tempting fate as well, which I don't. <laughs> no, want I know. To do.
1: <laughs> yeah, i have told me I've done it all season, mate. I've done it absolutely all season. I think I, I don't want to do the Atlanta. alley thing. I know, no, nobody does mate, nobody does um, I, I would be feeling a lot more less confident I'll say than if it was at Easter Road uh, the fact that we're, we're back at Ibrox tomorrow night um, I think we're more than capable enough even if they they do try to even sit in, uh, they could try and make it quite a frustrating game, just purely based on their form I, I'm not sure that Maloney's not got many defeats left in him before um, that, that the Habs fans and start to get a wee bit annoyed with what, what's going on, so it has been an interesting game uh, I think that obviously just the fact that Ryan Jack's not playing has made me a wee bit sad but that's just <laughs> yeah, me
0: Carnie, see on that as well, it's maybe a slight blessing because you've obviously got Craig Porteous there in their defence Ryan, yeah, Ryan, oh, Ryan Porteous <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: his brother. Ryan There's Porteous Ryan Porteous Ryan Porteous I don't know where Craig came from Craig <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm I'm terrible at names, but even when you said Greg Porteous, I was like, who the fuck's Greg Porteous? That's like the time <laughs> Ali really said that Stephen Gerrard was playing in goal at one point on that pod, and I was like, what is he talking about? Um, anyway, let's get to the teams and what we think the teams are going to be. Ryan, I'll come to you first, mate. What's your team? What's your score? Right, I'm
3: going Shagger and goals. Tav, Goldson, Baligan, Passey standard I think we're we'll all going at. Yep. In the midfield I am going Arfield and Lundstrom. And then I'm going Diallo, Aribo, Kent, and then Morelos up top to give Craig Portis a bit of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm <That's> going cool. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going two nil Rangers, Lundstrom first goal. Go on big John. Go on, Big John. Um yes, yeah, different from my team, definitely. Uh,
0: Scotia,
1: you want
0: to go next? Um, I'm the exact same team as Ryan. I think pull Arfield back into midfield because I, th- I think I <laughs> think if you bring Kamara in there, it slows it down. I think Jack gave us that wee bit of drive. Um, I just think I've got a feeling yeah, that Kamara and Lindstrom might just slow th- slow the game down a wee bit. Um, plus, I felt a wee bit sorry, like you, Ryan. You mentioned at the weekend when we were chatting um, that you felt a bit sorry for Diallo not getting not starting the game at the weekend there but I think he needs to start um, and I'm going to 3-0 where Rebo to score first
1: nice good team still mine's different from, from that
2: obviously Ali mine's slightly different McGregor Tav Goldson, Balgan Bassey same midfield too in terms of um, Lundström and Arfield I think the same Kamara. I think will slow it so Arfield will slot in there Um, it'll be a Rebo. Ryan Kent either side of Morelos and the man for Zambia. I think is due a start on the right hand side. I know Diallo's up here for Man United and we needs to play, but I think Sakala deserves to start. And I'm going to go three one because there were spells in that game where we were trying to throw a goal in the in our goal <laughs> against Hearts. So probably tomorrow. So three one and Morelos first goal scorer. Yeah, it's
1: fair enough. I'm. Mines is the same back five. I'm going with Kamara and Lundstrom in the midfield, and this may shock a few people. Uh, I'm going to play Arfield and not play Joe Aribo. I think Aribo he's not had a great impact in the last two games, and I think he looks tired. And he might he might benefit coming on sixty minutes or so. Um, The fact that we can make so many subs, I just think he he wasn't he wasn't poor against Hearts by any stretch of the imagination. He wasn't, but It just wasn't great either Um, So I think he He looks a bit tired He does So I I wouldn't be too shocked if he gets rested I I mean, I have said before On the last pod, I think he will definitely be rested For the weekend But yeah, I think they might They might rest him tomorrow Just the fact that Kamara scored and Arfield's playing so well As well I think it will be Lundström, Kamara, Arfield And I think it will be Kent, Morelos And the man for Zambia Up top uh, and I'll go 2-0 Rangers And I'll save Alfredo Morelos To score first as well And I'll put it out there now If we are 2-0 up before 70 minutes ryan Porteus will be sent off bef- sorry craig portis will be sent off before the end of the game because the boy's a clown and all he wants to do is hurt people so yeah uh, uh ryan Porteus is sending off anytime. so that'll do us tonight to have the old band back together even though i had no idea what i was doing halfway through that podcast because there's all, all of a sudden three of you i need to speak to um ali thank you for coming back me and uh yeah let's look forward to the game tomorrow night
2: no problem. I was working in Aberdeen today, so I was, a lot of the guys up there, I speak to our Aberdeen fans, one of them was a season ticket holder at Aberdeen and he's dreading going tomorrow night, was his words to me, he did not want to go. They are not confident at all tomorrow night. The two of them I spoke to think they're going to get an absolute do-in tomorrow night. Um, so, as we all know, Aberdeen will do nothing tomorrow night, so Rangers yes. fans, do not look at that side, that scoreline tomorrow. But, um, yeah, no, good to be back and um, I'm available for the after-match reaction
1: tomorrow as well. <laughs> 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 Liar, absolute liar. Um, Scotia, good to have you back, mate. You've been away a lot longer, but it's good to have you back, mate.
0: Aye, uh, the week two-week hiatus. I took my wee winter break, um, but uh, it's great to be back, um, and I'll speak to you again. I won't be on the, the after-match tomorrow, but I'll speak to you again. Preview. Preview. preview,
1: yeah. I, usually I, to start... host. I, I would imagine so, yes, mate. Um... <laughs> You see, you start putting in writing when you want holidays. I'm getting a bit sick of this just taking two weeks off to tell me. Um, Ryan, the mainstay, thank you very much, mate. And uh yeah, probably might see you. I don't know what time I'll get eyeballs tomorrow, might see you before the game tomorrow.
3: Yes, nice see you tomorrow. It's good to see the boys back as well. Um, always about a better podcast. We've got different opinions. and uh, so I really enjoyed that tonight and looking forward to seeing Rangers smashing hibs tomorrow. Three points. Let's go again, Rangers and Get it right up, you Craig Portis.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: Craig, Craig Portis and the Welsh. Oh, fucking hell. We're waiting for the Welsh. Uh, aye, the, the Welsh. Welsh as well, aye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not uh, yeah. I know, I know. It was great, it was great to have have you back. Um, Thank you to everybody for tuning in, listening to us. Shameless plug, as always, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five star review on Apple Podcasts. As you can see for people watching, uh, along the bottom of the screen has been the charity raffle that we are running right now for the Rangers Charity Foundation. You can win a tour for four people of iBrooks. £3 per entry, Uh, just enter through the PayPal link below. All proceeds going to the Charity Foundation. If we get to £100, the podcast will match it so we can donate £200 to the charity, so please help us reach £100 uh, for the Rangers Charity Foundation and we'll hopefully give them a um hopefully give them 200 pounds uh, that will run to the end of this month, the draw will be made on the 1st or the 2nd of March depending on when I get round to it uh, but it will all be clear, that everybody will know what's happening so please do, it. if you can, buy a raffle ticket and you'll bring me a chance of a 2 or 4 people of Ibrox. Uh so yes, that'll do, is we'll be back with Club Reaction after the match tomorrow night, so we are Club at 22 the Rangers podcast, and I'll speak to you all next time, cheers everyone